Hello, my ghouls and geeks. Welcome back to Podcast for the Recently Released. I'm your host, Louis Stardust. And I'm Mo Jatista. Um, As you can tell, maybe by the way I sound, I have a bad case of the con crud and I sound disgusting. So um, that's due to going to New York Comic Con and that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. So don't mind me. Today's episode, Istanbul, not Comic Constantinople 2019. What is that? What? That was like the weirdest way to intro something. Like, I don't even know what you just said. I know Con... Yeah, that song. Istanbul, not Con- Constantinople. That's how it goes, right? I tried. Yeah. I was trying to explain to my Lyft driver what Comic-Con was today. And they were like, oh, what'd you say? Comic-Con? Is that for comedians? Like, it was just a whole Yeah, thing. it's where the comedians go. Well, it's surprising. They make funny time. It's surprising to me that people still don't know what, like, Comic-Con is in general. Because pretty much, like, all major cities have one there, at least. Not Trenton. Um, major cities, uh, Trenton's not relevant. It's a state know, capital, it's but I'm saying, like, things like Austin, Texas, D.C., New York City. Like, all the big cities get conventions, you know what I mean? Big boy cities. And usually there's also smaller shows, um, like, local shows or, like, a good medium-sized show in every state. So when people say they don't know what Comic-Con is, I'm always like, really? Because, like, it's getting talked about more on, like, the radio I heard it today, a little bit more on, you know, um, film and, and television and stuff, cosplay and Yeah, it's Comic-Con all over the place, I feel like. Yeah, so, I don't know. But I wanted to talk a little bit about Comic-Con because we did quite a bit there. Um, we got to see some cool stuff. We had some cool experiences. And, yeah, I wanted just to talk about New York Comic-Con overall together. We'll also get into, you know, things we'd like to see change for the future, things we thought were really great, all those types of things. So if you are into cons in general or missed out on New York Comic-Con, or even if you were there, this is probably a really great episode for you. I'm just yeah. speculating. It might be awful. Maybe. Unless you already went to Comic-Con, in which you will already know what we are talking about well, that's what as just far said. as pros and cons. I said, you, unless you went there, but maybe you'll still enjoy this episode. Basically just said that. Yeah, you know. What she said. So we had a we had been there from Thursday to Sunday. Uh, we worked with three different booths, which I mentioned in the most recent episode as well. Uh, we signed with Vero every day. We were also at the Pop Insider for one day and Tino Evil for two days. So they were all really great um, companies to work for. I mean, their teams were awesome. They had some great stuff going on at the booth. Pretty much all the booths had little things they were giving away too. Um, Vero. I really enjoyed working with them. I've talked about them a little bit previously, but they're a social media app that is really not gunning. They're really, I was going to say, they're really gunning for it, but they're really trying to meet and create like a market for cosplayers, which I feel like no other apps are catering to. Um, and it's not just that, obviously, but I, they are focusing on that as a, a major category. Like once you go into the search section, it's like that, film, television, cosplay. So it's really cool to see. Uh, I also really enjoy it because as a, you know, NSFW creator, um, my stuff is constantly getting flagged and with all the, you know, what is it? I'm gonna say SEPTA, that's the train. SEPTA? Yeah. All the SEPTA involved. You know what I mean, though? Like, with all the shit that's happening with censorship on the internet, it's really, really hard to be, like, a sex worker or, you know, an NSFW creator and stuff. So, um, not that they're allowing content like that specifically, but there's been less flagging 
of just regular modeling pictures. Like, even swimsuit modeling pictures have been getting taken down. Just really crazy stuff. And I think that's because they're, um, like, a 17 or 18 plus app, which is really nice. Like, it's not... They don't... You know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. overall, it's, it's more adult-based than Instagram, which is, like, 12-year-olds are on there. Um, I really like it because it's more of a sense of community on an app rather than just posting pictures every day. I have the options to talk about my favorite things um, with other people very easily. You can post links on there and stuff. So I really liked it. Uh, you're on Vero now. Yeah, yes, I am. Yeah, we're both on there. So if you guys want to follow us on there and check out our adventures, I've been trying to post on there a little bit more frequently. Yeah, we'll be posting there as well as our other social media pages Yeah. from the past, I'm going to say. Because I'm hoping they eventually disappear because they're annoying. Well, it was like originally we had MySpace, and we're getting into apps too much now, but we had MySpace, and then I went to Facebook, then, you know, Instagram. Now, what's next? That's Yeah, exactly. I'm hoping we can get on with the the Vero thing and, uh, you know, do that. Yeah. Because I like the idea of the no ads and no algorithms and all that stuff. They were also, like, the... One of the main people for the Cosplay Central area, which was actually really cool this year. Um, last year, the setup for it wasn't my favorite. I actually did a panel up there, and it was kind of tight and confusing and not too great. This year, I thought the flow was really nice. It was a good place to, like, yeah, better cool setup. down for a bit, to get some free stuff, to talk to cool vendors, to, you know, for Vero, they had a photo booth and stuff. So it was a really nice interactive space. Um lots of good air conditioning for me i would have liked to see more built-in cosplay sets to take photos at and a couple other things but i thought it was really cool overall and i don't i don't know it was just it was nice it was nice to be away from the show floor and like actually be able to hear people and talk to them and not feel overwhelmed or you know or rushed to talk to people so that was pretty cool we also got to be at the Pop Insider booth, which was really nice. Uh, Pop Insider is a magazine as well as a website. Um, they have social media and stuff too, but they, they focus on just everything you can think of pop culture, which is really cool. They do some cosplay stuff. We talk about all the you know toy releases and film and all that, but anything in like the nerdy realm, kind of like Yeah, they had do. the big Unicron there at their booth, which if anybody's familiar with Unicron, was crazy. Yeah, and they were doing a lot of giveaways and, like, spin wheels and stuff, and it was really fun. I actually liked that, and they were next to the sci-fi stage, so we got to kind of see some stuff going on. Not too much. Um, and then the other show floor booth we were at was Tino Evil, which I do some collaborations with them, and they have some really cool merch. So it was just a good thing overall. I mean, we only had, like, an hour to two-hour break in between booths because yeah. we were doing two per day. Um <laughs> Which honestly takes about like thirty minutes to walk anywhere in Comic Con. Yeah, and luckily, like you know, we're we've worked with a a, a lot of the people too before. You, you know? know, especially well, well, Tino Only, Evil at least, and yeah, we were with them every day, and they're great guys and everything. So like when we go there, we're familiar with generally the same area, right? Yeah. They're in. Well, yeah, I, I also time. sort of work Pop Insider too for the cosplayers getting coffee session that I did. Um, so overall, that was great. I actually really enjoyed that. Which was that. an awesome video. Yeah. Gotta watch that video of her it's, on cosplayers getting fun. coffee. Yeah, it's me and uh, the Joker in my Pennywise costume. It's quite fantastic. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I guess I did have experience with them. So it was my first time officially working with Pop Insider at an event, so I really like that. And I like what they're doing with the community. I feel like a lot of... Well, there's not a lot of imprint magazines in general, but 
cosplay doesn't have much for it. Like, um, cosplay culture isn't a magazine anymore. So there's not much else focusing on there. There's Cosplay yeah. Realm, which is really good, and a couple other ones. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be a really great market for them to have so much focus on just nerdy things in general. Uh, and then aside from where we were at, I mean, again, we didn't have much time to walk around. Like, the first day we did Artist Alley, which is fantastic. I think that's personally my favorite part about Comic-Con, besides, like, cosplay, is getting to see Artist Alley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for you, that's your favorite part. I mean, it's great to walk around there, but it's crammed down there. Yeah. It's like sardine time. Well, originally, where it was in the Javits was that whole other area that they were doing construction on. I don't know if it's done or if it's coming back. And that was, like, pretty big and spacious, and I really liked it there. Um, I mean, it was big, but not big enough for the foot traffic, I think, personally. And, you know, people, I feel like, don't use the rules of the road. Like, stay to the right if you're going this way, stay yeah, to the Yeah, nobody left. pays attention No, to that. they just kind of all go in the middle, and it's kind of chaotic, but... I mean, granted, it was like that everywhere. Yeah, but... but I felt like when we went down there, it was... Phew, wow. I don't think it was that bad down there. I think walking in the exhibit hall was worse, except for the middle rows. I think walking yeah, down the Yeah, by the, the time, aisles, like, Saturday came... Yeah. It was just like, oh man. The actual like like this way aisles, like the vertical aisles, were worse than the horizontal ones, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, um, but yeah, Artist Alley is great. I actually picked up quite a lot of stuff there. That pretty much the only stuff I bought was in Artist Alley, and I got some cool like T-shirts and pins and stickers and prints and stuff. Yeah, I bought some stuff. You bought nothing. No, I had um, various bad coffees. Yes, that's true. <laughs> That's his number one complaint, Javits. Where's the good coffee at? You got yeah, Starbucks. Yeah, and like so seriously, Starbucks, you need to investigate the Javits Center Starbucks because they were using some bootleg ass coffee. That was whack. That was the wackest, like quad cappuccino. All right, I'd so ever I don't want to like rip apart New York Comic Con because I think Repop does really fantastic shows, but. Joe's main complaint was the coffee. My main complaint was just foot traffic in general. Because Woo, we They had, need people policing the escalators for safety yes, purposes. Yes, so one of the big things that happened with us, I think it was Saturday, it was we were taking the escalator down and um, over to where the main hall is, and there's just a ton of, of foot traffic, which is normal and to be expected, but some people were just standing in front of the escalators and not moving so then it started to become almost a full dog pile situation and it could have been really bad because there's nowhere for us to go yeah you know we could try to turn around but there's tons of people behind us they're not gonna you know run back it does get a little nerve-wracking at those moments so i you know i posted something saying like oh i just wish that they would monitor it people were like what you're stupid you can't use the escalator i'm like no it's just unsafe for not only us for the people that are stuck standing there because yeah yeah it's dangerous they can't get out of the way so um, that's my only thing. I mean, they, they usually have open forms, and if there's things that you'd like to see changed, you can contact Repop and be like, hey, for next year, here's a safety protocol thing. Um, they were pretty good with, you know, the actual walking through of the metal detectors and stuff. Like, everybody there was really nice, I felt like. Sometimes I, I feel like the conventions, the people that are going through your stuff are kind of rude. They were really nice. Really helpful, speedy, thorough, I felt like. Yeah, everything was great getting yeah. in there. They it's were hard. real speedy about it. Even if it was real congested and crazy, like, we got in no problem. Yeah, but they, they still took their time. Because I feel like sometimes, like, 
I'm a person who, who thinks about, like, the what-ifs. Like, if something were to happen at Comic-Con where it was a seriously dangerous situation, how would we all, you know, get out or escape? Or, you know, if, if people are... If there's thousands of people coming in here and nobody's checking bags, that would be an issue, but obviously they know that. Yeah, they did a decent that. enough job, yeah. for sure. Yeah, no, and I thought that was good. I mean, that's just my thing. I'm very into just the safest route of everything. Um... But yeah, since that's most of our negatives, so let's go back into some more of the positives. So uh, you had a really cool experience where when you were dressed as Klaus, you went over to the Dark Horse booth and they gave you some special stuff. So you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. I was, um, what day was that? Thursday? Yeah. So Thursday, I was dressed up as young Klausy boy. And I rolled by the Dark Horse booth and uh, they pulled me aside, like took my photo, gave me a poster, and told me to come back in two days at... 2.30 for a secret signing gave me a little VIP bracelet and all that jazz I was like that's what's up and I appreciate it but then like you gotta figure two days later I'm not wearing that same sweaty costume so I showed up dressed as Gambit so I felt kind of a little out of place as the only you know non deadly class cosplayer in the group but it was definitely still like uh, pretty cool I got in a little line with everybody on what is that Saturday and uh, then the two guys came out and they were wearing the the what you call it masks uh, Hazel and Chacha yeah but what are they like what are those masks those agents what are they called I don't know I don't, I don't know but they're like these the weird agents, cartoon masks that they wear and they got suits on the agents are Hazel and Chacha yeah but okay, I just I wanted know. to know what the agents were called whatever they were called the little time bandits or time police or whatever you want to call them. Well, either way, they took off their masks, and it was uh, what'd you call it? Number four and number six. So Klaus and Ben. No, it's number four and number six. We're talking in code, guys. Oh my gosh. We got a number four and number six. It sounds like it's a Wendy's drive-through. And then what else happened with them? Can you talk about like? Oh yeah, so like um. I got. I was in line and like they were, you know, signing everybody's stuff and all that fun, fun stuff. And uh, what's his name? Daniel Him and uh, Robert, Robert Sheenan. Sheenan. Mm-hmm. So I got up close to them and they like said a couple funny things like over to me when I was in the line. I guess I stuck out like a sore thumb because I have the giant pink muscular torso and everybody else was in suits and stuff like that. Yeah. So. I got up and, you know, they asked me some funny questions and uh, signed my stuff and everything. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. You're playing it down, but it was What do you mean I'm playing it down? Because they were, like, talking about your hard experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Robert Sheenan was like, oh, so I was wondering, you know, what uh, what your body looks like underneath that uh, hard, muscular exterior. And then I just kind of knocked on the chest of it. And I was like, you know, pretty much similar to that, you know, just a birdcage. And he was, like, apparently, like, jokingly being, like, sandwich, sandwich. Yeah, 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 he was demanding a sandwich, and one of the assistants came up and got him a sandwich a like, few minutes later. It was just magic. Like, pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of love that, so. Um, really funny, like, I don't know, just weird little things I thought was cool that, one, they thought of cosplayers, like, enough to give them something special, which was really cool, especially because that wasn't, like, they weren't guests at the convention. Like, if you had this specific thing. Yeah, maybe, that was really rad of them to do that. Yeah. They were really cool, and uh, that oh. was just, it was it was nice of them in general. It was a cool little thing they did, and a lot of people were there, so it was a big, 
it was a big deal. Everybody was freaking well, out. It was like a hundred and like twenty people, maybe or something. Yeah, but you got to figure like I, I would have never thought about that. That you got to catch that randomly on social media and be there for New York Comic Con that day, yeah. dressed up in your cosplay. I'm kind That's of a hard thing to do, and they pulled in a lot of people. My signing was at that time, and like also I didn't have the costume because I would have really liked to meet them. They were kicking people off the walkway. They were yeah. making people leave. Yeah. And I understand it got too congested. You wouldn't have been able to walk through the walkway. So if you weren't in the rope line, I get it. That's the whole point of the secret signing, too. And they, like, make sure to keep most of the people away so they can't crowd it to take yeah. photos. Makes sense. Uh, I also... Well, they filmed it for Netflix, too, because you had to sign some waivers, even though I'm sure they'll cut you out because you weren't in... Yeah, because I'm oh, there like, in the Gambit costume. Yeah, but I'm sure you'll be in something with They that. didn't even post me up in my little Klaus outfit. I thought that it was pretty close. It looked pretty decent. I thought it was pretty good. You looked a lot like him. It was pretty... I, I really like that. Yeah, one. people All even noticed... All your costumes noticed. look good, actually, so... I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, but nothing compared to her costume that day. Why don't you tell them about your costume that day? I don't know what I did. You know what you did that day. Um... Maria, oh, Maria from Deadly, Cl- not from Deadly Class. Yeah. Yeah, from Deadly Class. Yeah, that's exactly what it's I called. I thought I was saying this the same show. Again, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Again. My so bad. Deadly Class was a show on Sci-Fi that um, got canceled rudely. You know, I'm very upset about it, but it was a really fun show, and I actually like the character Maria. You know, she's, um, a, I guess you would say, a Hispanic character. She's from Mexico. And I just really loved her character design. I loved that it told a story, and I thought it would be really fun to do. I actually made a bunch of the Deadly Class costumes while they were still, you know, not filming, but when the show was airing. Um, Pretty much, like, every week I would put a different one up, and, like, all the creators from it really liked it. And, you know, Sci-Fi sent me some stuff. Uh, Image sent me some stuff from it, which was really cool. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll make this since pretty much all the actors that I want to go see and the creators are going to be there too but um, some of them had to drop out which was kind of a bummer but I still wore the costume and people seemed to really like it One, everybody I loved like, it, it looked awesome yeah, I feel like people were just like into the makeup aspect of it like oh cool, you know, Jocelyn Muerto's costume but yeah. I also think that for the people who were like diehard fans of the show, they were like super stoked and we got to go see Wes Craig who's like the um, comic creator for it like as far as artwork goes and design so i think um he was a little more reserved but he seemed like pretty stoked that i was in the costume too and like yeah yeah he was he looked psyched about it yeah so that was really cool i i think it's like always really cool for me to go meet um artists or creators and stuff when i'm in their costumes i don't know if that's weird but it makes me feel like I have more of like a thing being like, hi, I'm like really passionate about what you're doing to spend my money on, <laughs> on not only your comics, but to make these like costumes. And um, yeah, so it was cool. Uh, Image posted me up, which I'm always stoked about because I thought it was just they randomly saw me, but like I guess whoever's on their social media team knew who I was, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then I got to go see, uh, I think his name's Kieran Gillian. I, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Um, writes Wicked and the Divine and Die, but Die is one of my like main favorites right now, so I went and got my stuff signed there. Uh, well, we went to go see like Batstar, Gabriel Piccolo, um, Carla, Carlations and stuff, so that's just like my regular route at Comic Con. Jen Bartel, like if I see those people there, I'm just gonna go and shop. It's yeah, everybody usual. was really cool. Yeah, Midtown had some, Midtown and Image had like some of the best signings. They both had like, um, 
Brian K. Vaughn, they had, which we didn't even get to see because every time that he was signing, I was signing. Uh, they had Todd McFarlane at both booths, which is, like, really impressive because Spawn 300 just came out. And there was all this, like, really cool artwork and stuff out for him. Because, um, I mean, he does appearances, but I feel like not that often. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just, like, a big comic, like, independent publisher, and he does image. So that was really cool. So I, a lot of people had some issues with the lottery for Comic-Con this year. Um, I personally didn't have an issue, but with that being said, we both got into the lottery um, for different things. We had a Funko one that we won, but it just didn't work with our signing, so we couldn't do it. And then the other one that we won was a uh, Riverdale signing, which I was actually really stoked about. Uh, it wound up being most of the parents from Riverdale, so that was pretty cool because specifically... I love Molly Ringwald, and I didn't expect her to be there, so that was cool. I got to see, uh, Matt, how do you say her name? Matt, 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 I don't know. She's from Twin Peaks. She plays Betty Cooper's mom. Like, I cannot pronounce her name correctly, and I feel so bad saying that, but, uh, was super stoked because we love Twin Peaks. Oh, my God, yeah. What's her name, Shelly, in that, too? Yeah. Yeah, and she's Alice Cooper, and... Not that Alice Cooper, but she's Alice Cooper, like Betty Cooper's mom, which is pretty cool. Um, and then I got to meet Skeet Ulrich, which was, like, the coolest thing ever, because I'm, like, a big horror movie buff as well, and, you know, Scream is, like, one of my favorites. I love just, like, Wes Craven, like, old, weird films, so. Um, he was really nice. He said he liked my tattoos, and then I was like, oh, man, thank you. You know, I really liked you in Scream. Like, you're one of my favorite villains. And he was like, lucky me. And I was like, wow, this is iconic. I'll never forget yeah, that's awesome. Yes. So, um, that was a cool, like, we didn't expect to get either of those signings, so I think it was really cool. Yeah, we really lucked out, especially because yeah. we didn't get to see as much of the show floor and spend time on things mm-hmm. as the average, like, consumer gets to. We had to work a lot. We were really busy, so. And then by the time we were done signing, like, it was either the end of the show or we're, like, we're too beat, we're not staying another 30 minutes. Like, we just go home. So, uh, we didn't really get to you know, specifically experienced too much. I know, like, some of the big draws were, like, um, the Angel Reunion, which we talked about before. I guess the Big Mouth panel, which that's not our cup of tea, but people seem to really be into it, and, like, all the bathrooms were decorated with Big Mouth stuff, which yeah, I thought was Yeah, they had the Big Mouth stuff. Um, they were doing... What else were they doing? Wait, there was a Castle Rock panel. They also did a Castlevania yep, one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They did... Uh, new Are you My Hero Dark? Academia. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of, like, So new much content. stuff, yeah. But Along with new video game stuff, they had the new Avengers game they out there. They had the Predator game set up for PlayStation that looked like the jungle. That was pretty cool. Uh, one of the, the Stranger Things game, they had that out there. Oh, you know what was, like, really cool was, like, this one booth was all mini arcade cabinets, like the, the small ones. The arcade one up. But then they had a humongous arcade yeah, cabinet. Yeah, it was, like, four times the regular it size. It was, like, a like, freaking house, Each dude. button was, like, the size of, like, a mug. Like, it was huge. Uh, yeah. Bigger than that, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. Big. I wish I took a picture of it because it was so cool, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um... What other cool booths did we see? I'm trying to think. There was so much stuff. I mean, we were there on Exhibitor Day. I, I got to, like, walk in real fast to get my badges and everything. And just seeing the way that things look like on day, you know, zero or day, you know, negative one, 
and how people are straight up building sets from scratch for the weekend is crazy. And we always talk about like those guys with the big t-shirt like Oh, the t-shirt tower. Yeah. yeah, you're like, dude, how do you even build that and like a day. set it up and break it down? But they managed to do it. It's pretty wild. It's just crazy when you see like more advanced builds than just a flat table because you're like, damn, this is like a lot a lot of work. Especially when you see like over in the what is it the Bandai, I guess, booth or whatever, where they got, yeah. like, the Dragon Ball Z stuff and everything, and they've got, like, a full entrance to, like, a Capsule Corp building Yeah. in their area, and you're like, what? Like, and it's on the show floor, too. Like, I get it when it's, like, right outside of the hall, and it's, like, the SpongeBob Krusty Krab thing was apparently really cool. One of yeah, our friends, they had that. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, one of our friends went into it, and she said that it was, like, basically, like, you had to play against another person and, like, build a Krabby Patty exactly the way the screen showed it, and then it would, like, scan it to make sure it was correct, and then you would win, like, some kind of prize from there. Just, like, little things that I think are good that are, like, free. I mean, the lines are long, but there's a lot of cute little, like, free things you could do there, which I think is nice because you're already paying so much for a badge, and also it's, like... Yeah, there's a lot to experience while you're there. I'm really upset we didn't do the Spider-Man Far From Home one last year, because that seemed pretty cool. Everything was all upside down. Oh, yeah, that looked really fun. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I mean, we didn't personally get to do as much as, like, you know, the average person, as you said earlier. Um, You know, I love panels, but the panel lines can be long. However, I do do think they do a good job of, you know, making space in the rooms for stuff. Um, they did some Steven Universe stuff, like Rebecca Sugar was there. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's and, pretty cool for anybody who's into that. Yeah, I, I, I'm i not, like, the biggest Steven Universe fan, but I love Rebecca Sugar, so that was pretty cool. Uh, what else did we see? I feel like, again, oh, let's talk about some cool cosplay. Because we were talking about earlier, which is what I wanted to mention, is that Vero uh, decided to match the prizes for the winners so i believe don't quote me on this it might be incorrect but i think it was like three thousand dollars that first place won what because vero matched the amount that it was originally which was probably like 1500 and then they also go to compete again um at c2e2 for the crown you know for the championships of cosplay so it's really cool to see i thought first place was so amazing they did this like really cool like cell shaded almost borderlands mario costume yeah oh my god it was crazy if you go over to their instagram or facebook page you can easily see it it's very very impressive um i think some other ones like can we talk about some of your favorites you saw this weekend like i loved the Green Goblin guy that you're take like, my thunder. That was no, the, like, that was my favorite know, of the whole show. I know, but go ahead, show. talk about it. That's totally my okay. favorite of the whole show was the Green Goblin one. That dude's outfit was so on point. He had the full prosthetics on. You know, the like the, fa- the makeup was so crazy. Then everything the was all like was done with super good leather. The whole outfit was like it looked like one of them super intense like. Uh, Green Goblin statues. He did look you know, like more like of a it, statue than just Oh, like the details a, were so over-the-top good, and he had this awesome pumpkin bomb with him, and, like... The pumpkin bomb was really Yeah, it was cool. really fantastic, and then, um... They had the one group that was at the Vero booth, the, uh... What was it? The Avengers... Yeah. ...cosplay group, and they had a big Thanos. Yeah. was real tall Very and everything walking around, which was really cool. Um, but, man, that... The, the Mario one that won 
was really crazy. It yeah. had a, a little animatronic uh, Yoshi coming out of the back of There's it. Like it was like all smoke and stuff. It just looks so yeah, cool. Yeah, it was really wild. People were going in. Yeah, you have to for that because it's a big deal. I think they, I don't know how many they do for this one, but I think it's only like around 30 contestants that they accept, which is like, obviously they do, um, you submit before the show, and then there's prejudging, and then there's like the stage show. Yeah. But there's like for local cons, they'll let even like 100 people in there, and you don't get to do prejudging or anything. You just have to do walk up. So, um, you know, it's, it's tough, but if you earn your spot, it's really cool to do. So. I think it's impressive, and I, I really like the concept of, like, a ch- crown championship for cosplay. Yeah. Um, especially because it's just growing more and more each year. And, and people go, like, elaborate. They, like, absolutely. poses, and they go in character, and they do all, like, moves up on stage well, sometimes. Well, it depends like... on the contest, because sometimes they'll have you do full skits, sometimes they'll have you just do walk-ups, sometimes poses and music, and a lot of different things, so... Um, there's room for all that in the cosplay community, especially because of how much work people put into these, so I think it's really impressive. We didn't actually get a chance to go check out what the DC streaming network was doing. Is it, what's, is it DC Universe? Am I saying this correctly? The DC Universe app, yeah. So they had like a space that we walked by a bunch, and we just didn't really get time to do it because we were um we would have had to get there extra early yeah but they basically had a space where like if you were already signed up for the network you could go in there and they had like breakfast every day apparently and they also had um like small panels in there they had guest appearances like from their shows as well like they did some stuff for the new harley quinn show that's they had coming crypto out. from the new titan show there the the pup the dog was there yeah and you could hang out with him and take pictures, I think. I just screamed so loud. The dog was there, and we didn't go. I told you Crypto was there. I thought you just meant you saw trailers for it. The actual dog was there, and you didn't Young me. Crypto Boy, and then they were posting about him. I'm really upset because you didn't say the, the dog was actually the, there. The Adventures of, of Crypto at, at New York Comic Con. I really wanted to go into it, too, and I'm, like, really upset that we didn't because I thought it was... It's unique and different, I think, to, like, give, like, hey, you're subscribed to our thing. Let's give you some cool, like benefits and also just make it more of like i guess a community thing because that's specifically for people who like really like dc work yeah and it was a perfect time because they were doing all the coverage on the new birds of prey Mm -hmm. and they just had that weekend a new episode of titans and a really good one Mm -hmm. that was perfect to talk about for for their thing and to have crypto there you know which is awesome and a kind of a preview for the, the episode that's happening this week and uh man just really cool stuff they also try to do the extension of uh, Anime Expo meets New York Comic Con, so I think it's called Anime uh, NYCC, I think to my knowledge, but it's this whole other section that we passed that was kind of a separate building. I think you could get in with your badge, or you could separately buy badges for that if you didn't want to go to New York Comic Con. Um, they had some voice actors in there and stuff, which I think is a really cool concept. We didn't, again, check it out because... They had a lot of cool areas to take photos. Yeah, but if you guys were in there, definitely let us know on our Instagram. We're over at podcast for the recently released. Um, or pod for the recently released, rather. And you can let us know what your thoughts were on any of the things we may have missed this weekend and what your favorite things from Comic-Con were as well. Um did you see any announcements or anything that came from Comic-Con that you're looking forward to? Um, any announcements? Like any trailers, anything new that dropped, anything? Because, like, I know every year it's, like, everybody's, like, I don't know, 
The Walking Dead is like the biggest thing that they do every year. So they do that panel. They drop, you know, the first episodes coming out that they weekend. They did do a little teaser for um, the prequel for the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah, that book got um, released, yeah. The Expanse is getting a new season. Mm-hmm. They covered a little bit of that. Um Lost in Space season yeah. two is coming they actually on had Netflix. Cool they stuff. had stuff yeah. for that, which is really awesome for those of you who like the first season. We love the first season. They um, had like a little like space rocks, a little yeah space suit, and then the robot, which I thought yeah, was really some cool. really really cool stuff uh, as far as that goes. Uh, what else did they did they have for for? But well, at the same time they had because they had the DC Universe experience. It was like perfect timing because everything DC was happening that weekend. I feel like DC was a big hit that weekend. Yeah. You know, Joker just came out, and you know the they're just having their their big episode for Titans. The Birds of Prey trailer came out. They had all that great preview for the with the trailer for Birds of Prey with all that cool teaser stuff they did in the DC U extension from Comic Con. Um, you know, Batwoman aired that Sunday when we left. So, I mean, I feel like DC really hit it off and had a lot to show. Yeah. And cool. I didn't see much going on on the Marvel, Marvel side of things. Marvel had, like, some stuff from the Runaways. They, they're they really focusing, I guess, on their streaming service with Disney and, like, yeah. getting all those things out. So I don't think they had much as far as, like, getting cast in there and doing stuff. Like, Margot Robbie was at Comic-Con. Did you see that? She was at the DC booth, like surprise guests. Yeah, yeah, she showed up. That's right. So, they all have their own things. Um, they did a costume contest. They do that every year. Marvel does one at the show, which um, I think there's, like, a cash prize and stuff, too. But it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know what else they did other than the Runaways. That was the only thing I saw. But, yeah, I mean, the good thing about Comic-Con is it's just not always Marvel and DC stuff. Like, we yeah. get a lot of image dark horse more independent publishers we get you know the comic shops that have tons of books that are available yeah. to purchase and then there's pop culture and video games and a little bit of everything which i think um makes this show so special and diverse as well and like one of the funniest things to me too is like people especially cosplayers rather love to hang out in that tunnel where the food trucks are and that's like i guess the optimal photo space oh yeah the food truck area is yeah. madness it's it's absolute madness but in the best way it's uh, pretty interesting. A lot of, lot of people getting photo shoots done. Everybody sets up their Which lights. Which is why and... I wish Comic-Con did more sets. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of cool coverage going on from Comic-Con now that you can find on YouTube of videos of going through people's cosplay and stuff. Yeah. Just little reels of it, you know, which is always fun to watch after the conventions. You got some interviews and stuff done, Yeah, too. I did get this to get some interview action going on with a couple people. I'll, I'll try to post them up as I dig them all up and get links and video clips Well, and we stuff. also, we did a Rogan Gambit costume, a Thor and Loki costume, and then... You did Superboy, and I did Starfire, in addition to the ones I mentioned earlier. And you did an interview the one day where you were mic'd up. uh, For Vero. For Vero, yeah. Yeah, we did an interview. It should be out soon, so. Yeah, I'm excited to see all the coverage from that. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. But basically, we just had a really good time working for the companies we were working for, um, getting the experience. That was really cool. And then also, you know, getting the, the pleasure of, like, 
getting these cool autographings and just experiencing Comic-Con yeah. for as much as we could. Like, meeting people, like, meeting you guys was really nice. Yeah, the Sonic um, Boombox party this year was oh, huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sonic Boombox was great. Bullmore is a really good venue. I personally like it because it's multiple floors, and there's, like, an arcade area. There's also a dance floor area, and then there's, like, comfortable bars and seating and stuff and bowling, so... Yeah, and they're, the second party they did the next day, I heard, was even bigger. Yeah. A bigger hit than that one, which I thought was, was a huge hit. Yeah. So that was really awesome. They're by far my favorite, no, I'm not biased, uh, parties to go to and stuff, so I quite enjoy them, and if you guys are doing conventions in general, I'm sure you'll probably see that they're throwing an event near you, so be sure to check them out as well. I think that's pretty much everything I want to say about Comic-Con. Is there anything you'd like to say? Things to say about Comic-Con. For real, if you're dressed up in cosplay and you got wings <laughs> and giant horns and things like that, stay out of the hall area. Yeah. Go to the cosplay area. Like Be considerate annihilating of your costumes. People. And also, if you're going to be in a big costume like that, you definitely need a handler because it gets so crazy. It's unsafe for everyone. And if you got a fresh baby... And like, like ultra fresh or a little kid that's like below everybody's eye visibility. Well, it's scary. It's terrifying. Yeah, like I'm not saying to not like bring your kids because they definitely do a lot of kid friendly things at shows like this. But to have a stroller like next to all these bags and stuff. Yeah, or, how do you not make like a Velcro suit and stick them to your yeah. chest because it is nerve wracking? It's very nerve wracking because like one, I'm super sick. My immune system is shot out, so I can't imagine theirs. And also just in general, how crowded and crazy and how often we were getting slammed into and stuff. Yeah. And that's just that's just Comic Con. You know what I mean? It has, it has nothing to do with anything. It's any convention you're gonna go to is gonna be busy. So yeah, just consider that if you have children i think that's an important thing to make is for their safety and for you know yours overall not anybody's gonna just like go and you know smack your kid yeah it's not gonna happen but you want to make sure you're in the safest space with that um, yeah for sure and yeah i think those are my high like my highlights and my <laughs> lights over there yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely, I enjoyed looking at the, the big arcade machine. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I just liked going around and looking at, ooh, you know what they had a lot of? Statues, like the Funko statues. Mm -hmm. And they had a giant, like, metal-looking Captain America modern, like, military statue, which was really cool. Sideshow has some good that stuff. Kotobuki has some good stuff. Yeah, really cool stuff. But, yeah. a, lot, a lot of good stuff to see. I wish you could buy a lot of that on site, too. That's the one thing. A lot of it's pre-order, and I'm like, I want it now. Yeah, like every year they would never let me buy that fat uh, Ronald McDonald oh my God. statue at that one booth, and yeah. I kept getting mad, and this year it was gone. I bet you they sold it. I bet you they did.